GM, hello everyone. Welcome back to HGVI's Digital Fashion Podcast, where we bridge the gap between fashion and technology. In each episode, we welcome pioneers who are shaping AI, digital fashion, NFTs, Web3, and blockchain to share their latest trend and their insights into this industry. I'm Ichinzu Izola your guide through this exciting journey. Before we dive into today's episode, a quick reminder to subscribe our channel. Stay updated on the latest trends. If you like our content and think it's helpful for you, please put our heart and share it. Today, we are honored to invite Barish Ganjel to join us to talk about AI-driven fashion artistry unveiling the fusion of creativity and digital innovation. So welcome, Barish. Hello. Hi, hi, Isola. Very nice to be here. And thank you for having me. Uh, let's first begin with your uh, background. I introduced Barish is a catalyst for innovation. His journey is marked by innovation, exploring cutting-edge domains, such as immersive exteriors, multimedia, installation, artificial intelligence, generative AI, digital fashion, NFTs, and transforming the rhythm of Web3. Hello, Barish. So can you describe your Hello. journey into this generative AI world and what inspired you to shift in your career? Um, Actually, I, I wouldn't exactly call it a shift, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my career, but, but perhaps it's more like welcoming a new friend, a fresh perspective, and maybe meeting a different version of myself into the, my career. So that's the role of, I think, my meeting uh, with a generative AI is kind of like um, make me feel in that way. You know, is it clear what I said? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I met the, um, a friend of mine a year ago and um, he shared with me his experience and he was not so happy about it. But he said, you know what, mm-hmm. um, it was a more than a year ago. I said, look, I mean, uh, there is this just mid journey is going on, you know, like um, you have to maybe look at it. Maybe I think it's really suits you. And then and then I said, OK. I and I tried and outcomes were weren't perfect in the beginning, but I believe it is something, you know, uh, promising. And I dive into the world of generative AI. And to my surprise, a post I share on LinkedIn. Oh my God! It just gathered like over two hundred thousand views with that post, and then I received first time like thousands of likes. And then I was like, hey, you know what? I think this is going to be game changer for me. And and I become obsessed about uh, generative AI. And I start to spending 18 hours a day. And this led me also into the vibrant community of AI mm-hmm. enthusiasts. You know, um, I start to receive numerous uh, call participation for competitions, AI competitions, and then uh, invitation for magazines, interviews, um, articles, mm-hmm. and 
and then it started going like you know writing and speaking in the conferences yeah. and then and I, I I keep doing it what I'm doing with the AI I'm, I keep creating um the, I'm mainly focusing digital art but also I'm doing like commission works um and also I'm 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 going into like um, creating um digital products mainly on the fashion uh, area and then um that's something really new topic and evolving and a lot of corporations and brands are still you know like lacking of this experience so i had also experience giving workshops mm-hmm. for some large organizations uh training their design teams uh, creative teams how they can implement this amazing tool in their design process and um honestly I sometimes, even in the work, daily work, in commercial work, you know, I'm a creative director. I work for an mm-hmm. agency at the moment and and I work with designers and copywriters, but I honestly, I find myself communicating better with AI than with the designers and planners in my team. It's been an exciting journey so far. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very interesting. And I know your work really special. And also like recently you have been posting a lot on LinkedIn, also for um, NFT events, your softness of using color, emotions, and the movement of objects, it really makes your work very, very unique. And are there any specific thing or concept or emotions that you also explore? I mean, I believe my artistic style and use of tools have been present long before AI. Mm-hmm. Um, as a creative director and a digital artist, I, I have always had an obsession with colors and movements, whether in my commercial works or personal pieces. Uh, but for me, I think the main inspiration for my work comes from nature, a mm-hmm. uh, subject I'm deeply in love with it. Um, nature is it's it's covering so much about myself. And, and beside of uh, natural, so I'm quite... I think finding inspirations on human faces, human body, and emotions also play a significant role. I think uh, wherever I do, I I try to bring it all these things together. Mm-hmm. And now AI helps me express this inspiration in interesting ways. Most of my works um, revolving around beauty of nature and wildlife. Mm-hmm. But however, I mean. Um, yes, I'm. 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 I'm doing beautiful things. I'm not doing this. Um, I'm doing beautiful things to disrupt people, not to doing destructive things, horrified, dark images to, the the get attention. But okay. actually, uh, whatever I do on my works with these beautiful colors and forms and shapes, mm-hmm. my goal is beyond creating aesthetically pleasing images. I am I am I'm trying to inspire people and draw attention to critical issues for me like extinction of species like um wildlife animals animal rights I mean I'm really being in love with something that is gradually disappearing mm-hmm. due to human actions mm-hmm. I mean imagine that imagine that you are in love with something and you are seeing that is disappearing and we are causing this you know uh, destruction of animals, uh, nature, uh, lakes, oceans, and these are fuels my desire to take action and be a voice for these suffering beauties. 
really important. And for me, I was curious because you have been doing a lot with AI. So a lot of people are saying it's like AI is a tool, a little bit afraid. We should be afraid or be aware of it. Uh, a lot of people saying another way, but what do you think like the relation between AI and human? What is your opinion? I mean, uh, honestly speaking, when I received these questions, I think, I think, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm humble, but I think I am the one of the first person mm -hmm. said that AI is just a tool. And like any other tool, you need creativity to use it. You need to have an insight to use it. You need to have, have a perception, understanding, sensibility, cons compassion, that whatever you want to do it, right? So um, it's a great tool. And I think the relationship between AI and human is evolving rapidly. Uh, I see it as a great collaborative partner mm -hmm. where uh, AI, I think, augments human capabilities. It has the potential to enhance creativity, efficiency, and problem-solving skills, ultimately contributing positive advances of positive advance advancements on over the across various industries. I mean, I'm not just talking about visual tools, but also I'm talking about ChatGTP, right? It's it's really um, great tools, and I think a lot still behind not to implement in their jobs mm -hmm. and in their tasks and. Uh, using all these tools in my in my personal or commercial works, that's that's helping me a lot. And that's yes, it's it's makes everything efficient, faster. Also, organizer, great organizer, mm -hmm. structures. If you are someone like me that doesn't really good in structuring your strategies, opinions, or stories, mm -hmm. then AI is a great partner. I mean, if someone that you want to write in Italian and mm -hmm. And then, then a piece of, uh, you know, article that you don't speak Italian, but you try to convey your emotions. Are you able to do that? Because you cannot do it with dictionaries, for example. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, what are the most significant benefits and challenges in incorporating with AI into fashion design? Spelling, like writing, uh, writing some article, creating works, um, but as you said, creativity and what is your point of view that's really important because we need to practice or like AI will replace us, I mean, from inside because humans are born for thinking of things and moving things, in my opinion. <laughs> I know also you are working a lot, not only creative, like uh, um, uh, for the artworks, but also you are uh, using AI with um, brands like fashion brands. So how do you see AI-generated tours transforming the traditional fashion design process? Also, could, could you discuss any ethical consideration or challenges to come with use of AI in the fashion design? Um, that is a good question. AI is like in any industry. I think fashion is is one of the industry luxury. I think uh, mm -hmm. AI going to help a lot and ai generative tools are really changing the fashion design by expediting them in the creative process and mm -hmm. offering novel insights also very important uh, aspect of business is, is cost and the speed right when you are business and mm -hmm. you're brand you're running a business then 
you have to also think about cost. You have to also think about the efficiency and speed. And with AI, cost reduction and speed, the efficiency is really important. However, ethical considerations such as data privacy, algorithm biases, I mean, we've been all been talking about this, and the potential impact on employment in the industry need to be very, have attention, you know, carefully have attention. We have to be careful about it. I mean, balancing innovation and ethical practices is crucial, but again, you know, um, I think the people who are using AI and then the, 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 the people who are afraid of AI, they should not be afraid of the AI. They should be afraid of people who right. start implementing AI in their life, right? We, we, we yes. say that, we say that. Mm -hmm. It's one yeah. year now. So I'm saying again, and mm -hmm. and this is this is crucial. And also I like to say AI, you know, plays really a significant role in the development of digital fashion by bringing innovation efficiency and creativity to the design process. I think this is, this is something that for me, uh, very important. Mm -hmm. uh, I see is this is crucial because mm -hmm. when we're talking about design development in digital fashion or traditional fashion and efficiency and creativity is with AI is, is tremendous uh, advantages, you know? Mm -hmm. And if we go deeper and expand this topic for me, in my opinion, AI contributes to the development of digital fashion in in a lot of ways like design exploration and creativity mm -hmm. automated pattern generation mm -hmm. you can think about personalization and customizations mm -hmm. efficient iteration prototyping mm -hmm. pattern design you know pattern creations sustainable design practices virtual try on experiences mm -hmm. uh, data driven insights collaborations and co-creations i mean um, if we have time, I can go into all these things uh, a little bit open. But uh, when we talk about collaboration and co-creation, mm -hmm. generative AI facilitate collaborative design process. I mean, multiple designer or AI systems can work together to co-create digital fashion pieces and fostering a collaborative and dynamic approach to design. Mm -hmm. And also AI empowers designers and brands and consumers in the digital fashion landscape by offering new possibilities enhancing efficiency we mentioned driving innovation and i think it has the potential to reshape the future of fashion design and consumption already i think for me it started to shaping the future of fashion design yeah wow that's really a lot of knowledge into this so i think you are also very pioneering this industry already like one year you have been speaking about like conference and doing a lot of like practical projects. So could you share one like specific project that you are working on where AI played an important role in the design process? I'm I involved a couple of projects before. Mm -hmm. um, and it was very kind of like small scale requirements like for digital fashion that the, the shoes, boots that I created earlier uh, turn into 3D, um, mm -hmm from Metaverse company, turn into 3D and digital wearables. And then of course, um, of course we did this um, collaboration with the company AI, me and ID in, in China, you know well as well, mm -hmm. that yeah. you were you were involving. Yeah. And this, this is, I think, very big, uh, very important uh, case study that how AI played 
really crucial role in design process because in two weeks time we created like hundreds of pieces by brief so we had the brief mm -hmm. and on the brief the color tones and the style of the clothing and whatever everything has been uh briefed us and then um we we come up with the, all these um design pieces in in 2d visual formats mm -hmm. and then we work with the fashion designers and then another two weeks time uh it's went into the production like um 40 40 collections and 100 pieces and is launched with the big fashion show and then now we are doing that same one with the spring summer collection will be launching very soon as well so i think this is the i think this is the quite um, um good example to show how ai play you know crucial role in the design process and outcome was of course as good and then and then everybody now thinking about like more we have to do it more Mm -hmm. and the brand itself even like see the result and because they wanted to test in the beginning right i mean like it's really make things make things better make things faster make things are uh even creative than our own intern in in in-house in design teams yeah. so the outcome was a collection that resonated well with our the target audience and showcasing the potential of ai in you know in the understanding mm -hmm. all this marketing dynamics yeah yeah, it's really like great case study. Like uh, we see the fashion industry, they have already step-by-step step, uh, noticed the importance of this part and uh, trying to implement more and more. Um, and it's really can be a bit successful business model for some other business companies. So um, talking about digital fashion, I know you're going to build a lot of things. and. Um, how do you see the relationship between like physical garments and digital fashion? How they will be like implement or evolving in the future? I think uh, future will witness seamless integration of physical and digital fashion, mm -hmm. um, like augmented reality, AR, and virtual reality technologies will be more enabling us uh, enable consumers to experience fashion virtually before making purchases. Mm -hmm. Our experiencing uh, fashion shows, and this fusion will redefine the, I think, traditional retail landscape. Mm -hmm. And also, I, I know you come from like um, a very professional background, like the immersive installation that you are super good at. I think this point, when combining digital fashion, you have more tours, um, express this experience to other customers with more immersive experience. Yeah. For the question is how fashion brands capitalize the digital fashion trend and metaverse movements. What I want I like to say that you know, mm -hmm. I think as we mentioned before, right? I mean, design exploration and creativity, you know, yeah. is 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 something um, important, mm -hmm. and but also uh, what I'm seeing now fashion brands they are increasingly investing into digital fashion to engage with tech savvy mm -hmm. consumers you know mm -hmm. so we talk about gen alpha um which gen. is age going to teenage and then we talking about gen z we used to talk mm -hmm. about millennials now we're talking about this and then the metaverse provides new avenues for virtual fashion experiences and collaborations you know that's very important and mm -hmm. the people 
uh, joining in these collaborations, these communities are bringing together, uh, creating together. It's mm -hmm. also it's creating very active communities, and this this benefiting both sides very well, you know. Mm -hmm. And ownership is not just uh, becoming on the brand side, but ownership becoming, you know, for everybody. And yeah. and then also I see that brands that uh, who is really embracing these trends can connect the wider audience and stay mm -hmm. at the forefront of the industrial innovations. I mean, when we look at the when we look at the past a little bit, like you know, these are all things are new. Okay, a few years back, mm -hmm. uh, maybe 2019, uh, we can see that there are examples that we all know, right? I mean, for your question, so. For example, some of the brands, they did it very well and they've been still doing it. Mm -hmm. um, for example, Gucci introduced digital-only sneakers as part of their Aria collection. Mm -hmm. And these sneakers was exist only in the digital realm, you know, in the digital space and can be worn with the AR. Mm -hmm. And this move allows users to showcase their digital fashion sense on social media platforms. Louis Vuitton, uh, also did uh, collaborated with the League of Legends, you know, yes. and to create digital skins yes. for in-game characters. Mm -hmm. um, Nike collaborated with gaming platform Fortnite, you mm -hmm. know, to release limited edition digital sneakers. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, of course, several brands have been pioneering in exploring the intersection of digital fashion, mm -hmm. metaverse movements, and the, and the relationship, you know, uh, all all things together, I can see that uh, between and uh, LV Gucci, Fabrican Balenciaga, known for this avant-garde approach, has experimented with digital twins. I mean, they are the, for example, when we talk about uh, digital twins, uh, what is comes to my mind again? Balenciaga, Fabricant, LV, and Gucci. Mm -hmm. uh, in 2021, you know, they released a video game called Afterworld: Age of Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, featured digital version of their fashion collections. And before anyone else, I think, before anyone else, I think in the Carling, Scandinavian fashion brand, I think is the first one to uh, start the digital fashion. Mm -hmm. Its collection uh, start on 2018. So uh, it was just like customers who could purchase digital outfits that were... Mm -hmm. You can wear. superimpose on the photos and then, mm -hmm. you know, of themselves. Yeah. And it was a very forward-looking approach from the brand. And I think Carling is the first, I can say, but mm -hmm. with the rest, is it's coming up and continue. So also, like nowadays, um, like digital fashion, in other words, this movement also become a format for like communicating with young generations, more like a really engagement. Some brands they are building like gamification. In the end, they will get the digital wearable like a um, collective. So it's a really great way for brands also communicate with their audience. Yeah, in my opinion. So um, yeah. thank you so much for your time to talk about a lot of things um, and share your insights in this industry. It's truly amazing. And could you also introduce to our audience your contact like LinkedIn, Instagram? how we can find you yeah mostly i'm on in linkedin or mostly mm -hmm. linkedin and then maybe sometimes on instagram yeah okay yeah here we will put barish uh his linkedin and instagram because he is really great um creative director and for ai pieces he's the master of that so if you are interested please follow his account 
And uh, Barish, uh, do you have like some project that you are working on with that um, you think is very special and memorable for you? You want to share with our audience? Yeah, I mean that um, not because not AI, but I, I involve a lot of creating immersive spaces Mm -hmm. um, using new technologies uh, decades ago, creating immersive spaces, use of AR, you know, um, mm -hmm. uh, sensory technologies to to creating content to be not to watch, but also be involved is part of it. But this is in the physical, physical spaces and, mm -hmm. and working on, it's kind of like multimedia, digital immersive installations is all about digital content, interactive content where the mm -hmm. visitor can interact with the content, right? So yeah. um, I had Ocean Project, and then I have this uh, Morris Lumina Rainforest uh, installation, immersive experience I've done. And I've done a couple of like um, events and immersive uh, experience for events, brands uh, in my life. Because of my career, I, I work with a lot on the experience marketing and you know um, shows and events and content creation. So these are the things that I, 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 I've been doing and I'm still doing it. Um, but AI also still helping and AI helping on this also, whatever I'm doing now, right? Yeah, thank you for everything. Okay, thank you very much. It was a great pleasure to chat with you. It was a good questions to, to you know, dive into it. And I hope I made it clear. <laughs> it's great, great. Thank you so much, Barish Banter, for uh, sharing us your insights and your, all your thoughts about AI and creativity. It's really amazing, your content. For people who are interested, please follow him and uh, let's see each other in the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ciao. Bye.